Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. Hey y'all, what's poppin'? Welcome back to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your host, Divine Hoops. Or if you're new here, welcome to our weird, loving, ghoulish, fuck around and find out fam. <laughs> welcome. Oh, child. So, Dia de Muertos just passed and I really, really wanted to drop an episode um that day so i've been preparing for this particular episode because the last um question box thing that i posted on instagram majority of y'all were asking in regards to anything santa muerte um and y'all know that last time because there was so many different questions and I really enjoyed it. We were able to kind of make a mini series and just kind of like back to back a situation. So I was all up for maybe doing something of that sort. But again, I had a feeling that we were going to be asked in regards to Santa Muerte. And I wanted to talk about the indigenous roots and just like my ancestral roots in general and that's why i wanted to post it on dia de muertos pero you know things happen um life just be life and sometimes that instead of overwhelming myself with things that i gotta do and take care of it's okay to just kind of push some things back and that's what i did I prioritized certain things and we're here now. So that's all that matters. Um, I was very emotional during this uh, Dia de Muertos. And I don't know about y'all. I hope you guys had a very beautiful ceremony for your loved ones that passed, um, your pets. And, you know, brought some sort of comfort. Because um, this year for myself was the first time that my daughter actually saw and helped with the ofrenda so that made me even 10 times more emotional because that was our first time doing something like that together and my daughter's already like very aware of like how to do like the ultra setup the cleansings all of it she she's very in tune but yeah i just was I spent the whole day really just looking up videos about like my ancestral roots and my, you know, indigenous roots and where I come from. And one thing that really brings me more 
centered of it all is watching my motherland, my hometown, where I was born, where I was majority of my life raised and uh, part of my life, I should say, because majority of my life I was raised in California. But it brings so much light into the disconnection that not only myself but like our people also tend to have you know with our indigenous roots um and I don't really talk about it as much as I should start to and I've I made a promise uh to my ancestors and I made a promise to Santissima that from here on out I will be more in tune with my indigenous roots and also speaking into my indigenous roots because honestly that's how I learn more is by me just talking about it reason being why this podcast is the way that it is is because throughout the years the months the weeks the days I learned something new and I enjoy talking to y'all about it and then hearing y'all's feedback and you know just getting into like an open conversation about this whole you know learning experience because like I've always said I'm a student for life um, and I'm here for learning and expansion and if I'm ever wrong in any sort of way I will always always correct myself and take accountability for it and that's just what it is so before we jump in um, I do want to give a special shout out to all of my Patreons because y'all been truly amazing and being so open. Uh, we have a chat for each tier and people in those chats have been more vocal. I've had people message me one-on-ones now after we figured out like the little update <laughs> that we had with the app. So I really do appreciate y'all because I don't know what some people may be expecting when they sign up to my Patreon. And that also lets me know who's really reading shit and who's not. Um, And this isn't just like a general term because I've mentioned it before. My Patreon is not something for y'all to rely on for spell work. And I, I don't do that. If anything, yes, I can give you guys step-by-steps to doing certain things. But in general basis, this is more of a support Patreon membership where you can support monthly. Um, I do share my knowledge in there. And I also help y'all help yourselves. So that's really what it is. I'm not sure what the overview may seem like, but I'm just saying for anybody that would like to join, this is really what it is. It's just me expressing my my journey and expressing my my craft in more of an intimate setting. And of course, those who have like the higher tiers, they get monthly gifts from me, whether that's like physical products, digital products, or just something for y'all. Uh, for example, this um, next weekend coming up on the 11th i am hosting a healing ritual specifically for my patreons only 
Like, that's it. It's close to everybody else and it's just for them. And they don't have to pay a cent. This is something that I wanted to do in regards to everything that's happening around the world and how heavy a lot of us are feeling currently and I felt like it was much needed for us to do some sort of healing ritual and I am hosting that for those who are my Patreon members and usually like the glorified ghouls, divine soul and essence would be the ones that get in for free but it's every single tier that will be put into this ritual so things of that sort that's where you guys have more access and um yeah so huge shout out also i've officially released my santa muerte oil yes yes ma'am yes ma'am yes ma'am it was a bad damn time i've been a devotee for five years and i haven't released really anything of santa muerte besides my ashtrays that i used to make and now i have my own santa muerte oil so you guys can find me on my etsy shop under divine apothecary that's d-i-v-y-n-e apothecary and i'm also releasing six more oils i haven't posted them yet but by the time y'all listen to this it's two of them are already going to be added on the uh, apothecary one of them is going to be no other than the batty oil that everybody has been asking for me to bring back she's back and she's improved so she's even more potent than before um the bottle is beautiful it's this rose gold bottle so i upgraded the bottles and it's going to be two ounce oils nothing less than that and for the meantime at least and because the men have requested it i went ahead and created a masculine energy oil i'm working on the name so by the time y'all may hear this the name is going to be finalized but currently i'm calling it the poppy oil so batty and poppy are going to be released on my etsy shop for pre-orders and i only have a couple of those available so with that I have four more oils coming up and everything else is going to be released this week. I will be taking this week off from social media so you may not see me be as active or responsive to any DMs. I am doing a bunch of pre-recordings for my Patreons and that's really where my attention is going currently to make sure that this week is still fulfilled with activities or just talks and discussions and yeah so the oils the rituals pumpkin of prosperity went beautiful beautiful (laughs) beautiful (laughs) and yeah so that's that's all the announcements that i have currently um oh i also have my own stickers now so all of that is going to be in the apothecary um apothecary is going to be completely fulfilled by the end of this year and i'm so excited to show y'all what else i have in store so just keep a lookout for that and don't forget to sign up to patreon because those who are patreon members will be receiving goodies and coupons and all that great stuff so that's that's just to let y'all know what's really popping okay so let's get started i've been trying to figure out a way 
to do this episode because I don't want it to be so long, which means that the longer version is going to be for my Patreon members. So if you are interested, then stay tuned. I wanted to talk about El Camino del Mitlan, the nine levels that it takes for us to arrive to our final destination once we passed. This is something that I learned a couple years back. Um, those who are not aware, I had a personal session with Erica Buenaflor. And if you don't know who er- uh, er- Erica de Buenaflor is, uh, girl, where have you been? She is amazing. Um, I found her because I own all her books. So you guys can find her on Instagram. She's on her at name. Her handle is Erica E R I K A dot Buenaflor underscore curanda curandera. And she actually follows me on Instagram. Just mind blown the fact that she even followed me and has been amazing. So I had booked a session with her, um, which was the most mind-blowing session that I've ever had. Within the first 10 minutes, I was sobbing. And this was uh, two, three years ago now, but it, it left a mark. It definitely did. So when I was trying to touch base into my indigenous roots i did a lot of research or i at least attempted to um and i'm gonna be so real and transparent like i always am it got too overwhelming for me sometimes because i was just like well where's what where's where's this and that like how do i manage to put two and two together you know there was just a lot that i just became really overwhelmed and over time i kind of just let it sit in the back of my mind but i did get to ask uh one of my family members who keeps more record of our roots and i had asked him during this time this is during the lockdown so you got nothing but time you know um i had asked him like where do our ancestors come from and if he knew the tribe that like our family came from and he basically told me that obviously um mexico being invaded by the europeans that a majority of our family ascended from european um blood but he did say that from his research he found that um our tribe was most likely from uh, the Huachiles. And because of my father's side, which I, he's like, you would have to talk to him about it. He's like, but I am more than certain that he, um, your ancestors through him and his lineage is the Yucatecos. So that brought me so much like peace and just like wow okay so now i can trace back into like my lineage and my tribe and my ancestors you know and i i did a little bit of more research and this is during the time that like i had my session with um erica 
And because of her essence, she kind of helped me get more close to my indigenous roots. And again, a, a lot of, you know, life be life in a lot of times. Um, and when you don't have a mentor to really guide you into especially indigenous roots, like real indigenous roots, not just reading about it, but like letting you know where you're really from like you know a family member and such it becomes really hard and overwhelming sometimes to really keep up with what it is so that's why i didn't but during that time i did learn about los nueve niveles de mitlan and that always it left an imprint in me because i'm just like it makes to me it made sense it just everything about the nine levels that it takes for our soul to finally find peace makes sense this was also during the time that i was getting into my ancestral work um, more deeply because i was already devoted to santissima and i i had came across like her aztec um statues that were i think becoming more popular i don't want to say they had just come out but i think they were becoming more popular and i felt this like overwhelming um connection to the aztec statue so that's when i started to kind of look more into it and um just everything about it just really made sense and that's really really what i want to talk about is the the nine levels of the Mitlan because as our blood runs through our ancestors I think it's only right to give a little bit of history of of that and you know of Santa Muerte because that's where it all really stems from and even though I don't practice traditionally full-blown anymore I do believe that it is important to pay respects to her indigenous roots and to her tra- her traditional roots in general so i'm going to be briefly talking about the levels and if you want for me to get more in depth make sure to just follow the patreon because i will be also posting um clips of the videos that i have found that were actually legit and really well well spoken and well written even i had even asked my aunt to give me her opinion and a feedback because she's she when she was younger she was able to travel all over mexico city and give me more her ass like her her aspect and feedback of like those nine levels because even uh, for me okay before i really really get into it for me it's like impressive and shocking at the same time but not so shocking that my family is like very well known of the history but yet does not really really practice or acknowledge it my family is really fucking smart all of my family members have degrees after degrees like they are scholars okay so do they know their shit they know their shit and i'm like the one that is just like the spiritual one that like really practices this though 
for a living for like really paying tribute to my ancestors so it it's funny at the same time because my aunt saw me watching um like certain videos because again i spent all of day of dia de los muertos just watching videos about mexico and our indigenous roots and you know something that brought me comfort and she saw me watching a certain clip and she was just like oh my god las piramides like you have to go to this piramide and da, da, da. and then um i was talking to her about los nuevos niveles de, de mitlan and you know the first level is you know the levels for for the dogs and she was telling me about like the certain dog that you know the Sochil and what it's all about and the importance of him and all of this and I'm just looking at her like little do you know like you you carry the spirits of our ancestors and you you can do more with that <laughs> with that knowledge but again when you're the black sheep of the family you carry this enormous weight on your shoulders to just like make way and that's just what it is in this uh situation so real briefly i will be talking about the nine levels here and then um just kind of giving my my input now be mindful and be kind because even though um our indigenous tongue our indigenous language has been not completely wiped out because there is people that still speak our native language i am working on it so i may butcher uh some of the names here and trust me when i say i don't need to hear it <laughs> i don't need to hear y'all's shit i know and i'm trying i really am um i think it's so beautiful and it brings me chills because it just takes me back to when i was younger and listening to the elders just you know talk in our native language and without me knowing so let's go ahead and let y'all know real briefly the levels by the way if anybody for whatever reason tries to say that somebody is stealing their knowledge about indigenous roots has it really fucked up because this knowledge is open knowledge for the public so i really want to give that disclaimer because somebody had tried to get me fucked up about they're copying my knowledge and the whole time i was reading off of like a book of what i was learning in regards to my indigenous roots you're indigenous as well and you have every right to talk about your indigenous roots just as you and i may be connected to the same tribe and to the same knowledge and to the mexica religious and indigenous roots that we may be experiencing so this knowledge is open knowledge and i know that there's going to be talk and um i'm gonna muffle that shit out because for one mitlan came into my dreams with three of my ancestors and wanted me to talk about this and i feel really even it ugh, saying that because it was such a beautiful and private and intimate dream but the fact that Mitlan showed up in my dream and like spread some knowledge was enough for me to be like okay I do need to talk about this so just FYI
So it's been said that all of us who passed on, we have to encounter these nine levels in order for our souls to finally find peace. And within these nine levels, it does take about four years for us to accomplish these nine levels. However, it's been said that those who have fought in war and women who have passed during um, labor, their first labor, of obviously, they go directly to La Casa del Sol. So those are the only uh, exceptions of not going through those levels, those significant levels. I also found it uh, endearing and beautiful that um, mi gente saw that as women giving birth as going into war. Now, when I was doing the research and listening to audiobooks and listening to YouTube videos about this particular thing, it, they all, you know, basically said the same thing about women going into labor and you know our ancestors basically just saw that as women going into war and for me personally somebody that's been in labor and if experienced giving birth it gave me flashbacks because i remembered constantly talking about how i was scared like my biggest fear was me uh, dying while giving birth that like to me for whatever reason and maybe i should do like a past life reading because that is a huge and i mean huge fear of mine of going through that so i found it fascinating that this particular instance was like you don't have to go through any of the levels you were considered basically a warrior because that's really what it is your body is so vulnerable during this time that you have to be you know it's 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 scary it's just a, it's a scary experience is it beautiful but also a very terrifying experience so i found that fascinating when i learned that so those are the only exceptions to skipping those nine levels now um the first level like how i mentioned earlier is um the level the level say sayama and i'm gonna be switching from spanish and english so i do apologize if like i sound a little bit all over the place chico nahuapan is the first level this level is it begins in the banks of the river the dead person that has crossed the past you know if you passed on is with the aid of a brown um solo solo it's which i find that very interesting and i had tried to ask my aunt about it because in mexico you hear the word exquinkly so i had asked her i was like does that word come from the dog like because when you're acting out maybe the dog is like really silly or goofy she was just like put a pin on that she was like, because i'm not too sure so found that interesting like finding out the full name of the dog so this is also said that if you were a good person that treated uh dogs fairly that you would come across maybe a dog that was part of your family 
and this dog is going to help you and guide you towards uh, all nine levels so he's going to be he or she is going to be your guide for this journey again beautiful and i'm just like constantly as i'm reading i'm getting flashbacks of coco and of the other other show on disney and i'll come back to that because i can't remember the name of it but my daughter and i watched it and it literally is the essence of el mitlan so now the second level is called uh, tepetli monamitlan the place where the mountains collide according to ancient ancients here two mountains consistently crunch together and then separate the dead had to choose to opportune the moment to run between them without being crushed Oof. so that's now like when these levels started happening and like saying what the quote-unquote challenge was what it reminded me of was and correct me if i'm wrong but this is just how i personally saw it when i was reading and seeing all of this was that you have to you have to separate the mind the mind from the soul and this also reminds me of when you take a quote-unquote trip you know what i mean wink wink and that's what it reminds me of like when you expand your mind you start to realize that your soul is bigger than anything and it's part of everything and nothing at the same time so when these levels are happening and these challenges that you have to go through to ensure that your soul is finding that peace because you are again separating your physical essence with your soul essence so this like second level right off the gate was just like all right challenge accepted let's see how you're well equipped to making these changes into your your next lifetime now the third level is called uh east epic if i'm saying that right and it's a mountain covered with sharp flints and if I'm not mistaken this was where the black obsidian comes into play and how much it's really really important for our ancestors for this black obsidian i'm sure we've all heard about like the black sitting mirror and doing divination work with that um wearing it and just that crystal alone has its own beautiful and powerful essence to our ancestors so this third level you're you're going to exp you're going to experience like sharp uh, black obsidian which can cut the bodies of the dead and again this is the challenge to separate the body from the soul and i remember listening to um <coughs> one of the youtube videos that i was trying to delve into that it was saying that once you start to realize that the pain is not really there is when you're able to kind of go forward from that level because some people can't move on from the unimaginable pain that they're going through because again their bodies are being 
uh, hurt. They're being um, split and they're hurting, but they're not realizing that like you're no longer in connection with your body. So very interesting. And again, that's what it reminds me of when you go take a trip and you start to realize that there's more life is bigger than and the power that you carry. So fourth level is going to be called Segoyola. So this place, now that they've entered the fourth level, is known to always snow, like just constant snow. And the wind blew so like fiercely, it would injure those passing through. Um, this was also called the place of the obsidian. And during this level is to say that, again, those who have passed are being aware that they have to get rid of everything that they're carrying with themselves. That's, you know, clothing or um, anything physical, like, I don't know, they say it to like weapons and such. They have to like get rid of it. Again, the realization that like the physical body is not actually there. It's a more of like a mental soul type of level this is why the levels are the way that they are and why it takes so long for it to get through now moving on to the fifth level that is called Pancuantla Cayolan this is probably one that was just like whoa very intense because it's known to um place where people fly in world like flags like flags and just like be folded like them a place where the dead floated like like the mercy of the winds before being released to the next level this to me sounded really 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 intense mitle Cayo is the one that is in charge of this he is the god the god of the wind to me in general this sounds like the most intense level possible because you're it says to be in a deserted area with no gravity so hence the way that they're describing of being thrown around and folding like a flag so it just seems like you're being literally torn into a whole different dimension which is what's happening now the sixth level is called bear with me okay <laughs> it's called the mimi nayaloyan this is the place where people are shot with arrows and it's being said that the arrows that are coming through during this level are the arrows that have gone missing from during wartime so whenever they would shoot arrows when they were going into war um some would disappear so they were saying that it's they travel to this other dimension to where the dead are going through these levels so in this level it's where people are getting shot with those arrows from that gone that went missing during the war. Now the seventh level was called Teyoloyo Kualukan. This is a place where the Jawars will open the chest of the dead and eat their hearts. This is again another concept of separating the body from the soul. And this level interested me even more so because i've always felt a huge connection with 
jaguars lions and such and it just started all making sense so this level is really fascinating as well of why the concept is that the jaguar is eating the hearts out the poyolotn is the one that's in charge in this level this is really considered one of the most important things to dissociate yourself from the mundo uh, mundo del terreno which is you know the physical world and it's important for this level because you're finally getting separated from the most important thing that got you going in this lifetime which was your heart so this level in particular it may sound like whoa getting your heart eaten in the sense of leveling up to the eighth level right that alone was just like okay definitely like a whole trip moment of the realization of what is what is bigger than yourself now the eighth level is called the east midlan apushkaloka so in this instance we're kind of going back to the first level because we're entering back to uh the waters that we were encountering in the first the first time it's called the Blackwater Lagoon, where the dead were finally defleshed and their soul completely liberated from their body. This is where you would have to swim to your next, uh, to your next level. It was said that a lot of the people started freaking out and basically, quote unquote, drowning, until they started to realize that they weren't really drowning. Again, they tearing away from the body and coming into the soul Charlotte is the one that is actually in charge of this particular level as well now the last level the ninth level it was called chick unamiklan this is the level where you have to bring all the artifacts that you got from the previous from the previous levels this also represents the nine rivers and the nine levels of the consciousness as y'all can tell, the number nine is, has a huge importance here and reason why Santa Muerte is also associated with the number nine. It also brought a point in mind while I was listening and reading all of this that women are pregnant for nine months. And to me, that was just like the number nine is a huge, huge importance when it comes to a rebirth and life starting this was just another of those things where like you start to realize the importance of of the indigenous roots and the history of santissima so again this may sound really like word for word i took notes and then i went on like websites to just kind of summarize it as much as i could for spirit tea talks podcast now I will be going more in depth about it on like my Patreon. So I just wanted to give you guys a glimpse and maybe motivate y'all to also look into it. If you have, um, you know, if you're just curious or you have your indigenous roots and you want to know more about it because it makes sense to everything that's already been laid out for us. And maybe there's things that we are already kind of... Um, 
attracted to or just feel a significant amount a significant amount of like you know like first like for example for myself the jaguars were something that was very significant and also black obsidian they're just like little things like that that you start to realize like wow we are in connection to these things because we are in fact like connected through it all and again all of this it just reminded me of like people taking trips and realizing that we are all in connection and of course these challenges that are being presented in the afterlife may not seem so uh, it, you know a walk in the park not because you read about it but you know just kind of lets you know that no matter what you're gonna also bring those challenges into the now i also wanted to add that the um inframundo that that's what it's called this where all these levels are taking place has been fear-mongered and to be known as the infierno as the hells you know the the depths of hell and that's definitely not what definitely not what our ancestors were trying to convey and do but of course as colonization happened and you know and you know the fear-mongering of it all like the christianity and catholicism it make it seem like a horrific thing but in in reality this was a way that our ancestors believed that our souls would find peace by going through these challenges in the inframundo which is not what has been taught or has been fear-mongered to us of the infierno so i wanted to make that very very clear as well because we all know that fear-mongering happens a lot in our community especially because of due to colonization and of course i want to talk more in depth about everything because there's just so much that i want to talk about and the perspective that i see here and especially to like mi gente like like i was raised and born in jalisco mexico so being brought brought to light in this regard and just everything that i've seen and just now how how it really gets even now on tiktok like there's just so much hate going on and why i steer away from even making so much content on there because for one i i see perspectives in a broad sense um that it's just pointless for me to try to argue with somebody who's been programmed to think colonization is not truly colonization but in an upgrade and it's hard for me to tell those who obviously were hurt from our own people thinking that is devilish what we believe in but it's literally in textbook it's literally in our blood it's in our roots it's in our ancestors to do what we're doing and even more you know so i understand um so i definitely want to get more in depth but i love this whole story love this whole story about the midland because it really brings wholeness into the indigenous roots and not only that but santissima's indigenous roots because she plays a huge part in this whole uh inframundo so again i am going to be more in depth about it i just want to scratch the surface because i really wanted to de dedicate at least one of my episodes to dia de los muertos and to uh the midland for santissima and trust me when i say 
that we're gonna get real in depth because this episode alone would have been at least an hour 45 two hour tops of the information that is of our indigenous roots so that's why i wanted to summarize it make it nice and cute for y'all here and then if y'all really want to get into depth then you know y'all know where to find me so but i will be doing a little bit more of this because i find there is huge importance and i am not shaking the feeling of mitlan coming through with three of my ancestors like I'm, i'm not ignoring that message whatsoever so i find that to be very powerful and it I'm keeping that in mind, especially because this happened during Dia de los Muertos. And right now, the bell is really, really thin. So, taking all those messages that I can. Uh, so, I'm working um, on a project in regards to that as well. So, just keeping you guys informed. But I hope, all in all, this was a good piece of information. And this was something that you may want to look into as well. All in all, y'all know that like whatever I learn and if I am brand new to it, spanking brand new, I will do my best to convey that and be transparent and I give credit when credit is due. So I will be also giving credit to anybody else, maybe another other creators or just teachers, philosophers in this regard because this is not my personal knowledge nor is this indigenous roots knowledge for anyone to claim that is their knowledge there's no such thing unless you were there in the beginning of time which a lot of the philosophers that i listened to and i read books and articles of were did their did their fucking research so again this is not something for anybody to proclaim that is theirs we're not doing that so and as always i give credit and shout outs to everybody that really does practice in the most authentic and beautiful divine indigenous roots to Santissima, to our ancestors. And if you do practice in this sort of way and are genuine with your practice, please hit me up. I would love to have conversations with you and get to know more of the beautiful essence that that is what it is. So until next time, y'all can make sure to hit up, um, hit up, oh my god i'm getting delirious make sure to check out the patreon make sure to be in the lookout for that also lady bebop if you are in the building you won uh part of the raffle so make sure to claim your prize by the next couple of days because if you don't claim it i'm gonna have to give it to somebody else so everybody else that won from the raffle prior has claimed their prices So I appreciate y'all a thousand, a million for just being amazing, for rating the podcast, for being involved, for just everything. Honestly, y'all are everything. So until the next time, adios.